Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Bill Bones knows what I mean, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus Speller. Uh, Jim Campbell's here. Hello. Luke Moore's here. All right. And the indomitable Pete Dolson's here. Welcome back, everyone, to your ears and ours. It's the football ramble. Of course it is. You downloaded it, ladies and gentlemen. It's lovely to have you with us. We've made it to the Don't studio. Don't put it on them. <laughs> so, so in many ways, you share the burden. It's your fault. You've yeah. spilled soup in your bed. You've got yeah. a lie in it. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll help you lick it up. Yeah. Um, there is a wow. tube. There is a tube. There is a tube strike on Peter. In, okay. many, in many ways, it's a miracle we all made it in, yeah, but we yeah. did. Not it Peter. Is... Peter lives walking distance from anywhere we record because he lives in Zone 1 in yeah, London. People don't seem that up to, like, staying in my house. No. <laughs> this time round. Sorry, no. what are you... Have you been offering stranded commuters? No, I mean, you guys, because you, lo- you were locked in it for yeah, some well. time. You was, you'd be scared that you would never leave. That's you don't really invite people in to stay. You just capture them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like Pokemon. Chain them to your radio. Pokemon never going to go. It's... <laughs> Oh dear! Well, the, the London Underground is out of action once again. Uh, but if you could choose people from football to fill in for the workers, 
Who would you go for, Jiminy? Well, it's it's basically like the apocalypse out there at the moment, isn't it? It is, it <laughs> sort is of. mad on the streets of London right now. So um, I think what you need to get this up and running again quickly is a very hard-working unit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would choose the current Burnley squad because they they dig mm. in, don't they? They fight for each other, those like guys. That. And to, to you know to to, to <laughs> get a whole underground system running with literally no notice, which is <laughs> what we're thrusting on these people, right. would be quite tough. So you've got to be committed. And also, Sean Dyche probably looks like he suits a London underground high-vis jacket more than he does Definitely. any sort of managerial <laughs> But I was going to say, surely Sean Dyche will be giving out the, the, the messages over the oh, loudspeaker yeah, yeah. system yeah. Yeah. with that something, voice. Is something wrong with that? <laughs> I can imagine, like, George Boyd just legging it up the wrong escalator <laughs> over and over again. You do realise they've yeah. just signed Joey Barton? Yeah. Well, yeah, you probably... Yeah. He's, he'll he's be banned, a, though, isn't he? He's probably well, I was still say, banned. He's striking he in his own way. Well, quite. <laughs> he wouldn't flinch at a rat, would he? Barton. No, he wouldn't. No, he you wouldn't. Know. Is that what you do? You have him as the rat catcher? The rat catcher! <laughs> he runs down the tube, but carriageways just catching rats. He'd talk to rats. I'd say they're my friends now. <laughs> like Michael Jackson, the uh, music video, or the music... Uh, ben? Ben, is, that's it, Ben. That's, mm. that's the word I was scraping around for, Ben. We often yeah. forget about Ben. So the Michael Jackson song where he was friends no, with a rat. No, Ben was just like his pet rat. His I thought it was a spider. No. Spider. How did he get a rat and a spider I think, confused? I think I mixed Charlotte's Web up with the song of Ben. <laughs> so Charlotte. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. My goodness. Never. We're recording close to Charlotte Street, so maybe you had that on the mind. Yeah. Um... So you've gone for the Burnley squad, Jim? I have. Mm-hmm. Luke? Um, this is a strike around um, station staff, isn't it? Not drivers. I mean, because mm. drivers would be a different kettle of fish. Just to make that clear, this is for station staff, this answer. <laughs> I've, gone, I've gone Neil Warnock. Right. You're narrowing um, the parameters. Yeah. Well, You're the, on needs. The reason I've gone Neil Warnock is because I would love to see him <laughs> standing on the turnstile with one of those little walkie-talkies, just giving out information to mm. people. Oh, yeah. Where are you going? You go on Stratford. <laughs> you want Central Line Love. Eastbound Central yeah, Line. Yeah, yeah. It's a lovely line. It's a great little yeah. line. Yeah. I'll, 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 I'll go with you. I've got some ideas of what you could buy myself. I'd go Neil Warnock. I think you'd be, I think you'd enjoy it. Mm. I think the other thing about Neil is he wouldn't take any stick either. Yeah. If someone was mouthing off, he'd say, look... You've not got a right to abuse me as a member of staff. If you abuse me, I've got a right not to help you. <laughs> don't, don't press the buttons, they don't do anything. And then he'd see John Cross on his way up to um, to North London to do, a, to do a stint up at Arsenal. He loves Arsenal, does RJ. <laughs> <laughs> that basically was uh, suited around to getting that quote in. Well, it's, yeah. it's, it's nice to have a little bit of colour, isn't it? But Arsenal is a, it's still a tube station, isn't it? Haven't it is, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is, yeah. So we could go up there. You, you'll love Arsenal. And Neil Warnock would have it, would, would suit a London Underground uniform. Yeah. Blue mm. with the with the, the vest on and everything, the, and the walkie-talkie, the fleece, mm-hmm. the hat and the cold day. It's perfect for me. Actually, he'd be comfortable on every line as well, because he, he moves around a lot, doesn't he? he? Does, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Well, around London as well, he's yeah, moved quite. a few times. <laughs> <laughs> um, he'd also hopefully be able to get out of bed for it as well. Speaking, of, referencing his uh, his FA Cup fixture this weekend. Okay, that was a strange one, yeah. wasn't it? When yeah. the, he said he, he wouldn't get out of bed for the FA Cup, and, and people, well, you have. Yeah, well, people <laughs> thought, oh, maybe because it was an earlier kick off than normal, or yeah. not that earlier. And he was like, oh, I'm just not that interested or something. But and I mean, people odd. talk about that in a kind of slightly kind of um, misogynistic way with supermodels. I don't get out of bed for yeah. less than a million. Yeah, nobody wants to see. I think about Neil Warnock. Yeah, Let's no. make that very clear. I want him to stay in there. <laughs> Neil Warnock is a man who has his slippers positioned on the left-hand side of his bed, so when he gets up and swings his legs up, the feet go straight in the slippers. He's also a man who's almost certainly got a tease made. Yeah, I, th- I think he might live in a hutch, though. <laughs> <laughs> I think he might have a Neil Warnock hutch. He could be. Anyway, Neil said. Warnock's my answer. Neil Warnock's going to cover the whole of the London Underground mm. for all the staff. Like, After like a Jim's lovely night of sleep in his yeah. man hut. He moves, he moves around a lot. He's got mm. a lot of intimate knowledge of, 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 of the local area, hopefully. There we are, Peter.
Um, well, for those of us who don't live in London, I say those of us, I live in London. <laughs> those of you... You live in the geographical centre of London. <laughs> those of you... It's impossible to be more London than you. <laughs> Thanks, mate. You're... you're... <laughs> Your the, blood is actually not blood in runners through your veins, it's chai latte. Sewage. Yeah. Yeah. It has, it has <laughs> eels raw, in it. Raw yeah. sewage. Um, uh, the way of getting into the tube is, uh, the, the, the proprietary system is a little card you get, and it's called an oyster card. Yeah. So Franny Jeffers, because the Are you world... you from the future? Fra- I thought, Franny I thought Jeffers, you were going to say the oysters. I thought, no. <laughs> no. Franny Jeffers, because the world was his oyster. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he could teach people how to use the oyster correctly. He needs another oyster, basically. <laughs> I think he needs another oyster. Or Terry Butcher, because he was a big scab in uh, 89. Yeah, that's what I was saying. They've got to be scabs, haven't they? Yeah, they've got to be scabs as well. So that's, he had that's a massive yeah. scab on his head. Yeah. Hmm. Which yeah. was blood. Well, it eventually would have been a scab, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah it would have been. No, I was just yeah. saying. I mean, nobody knows what was under there. No, but the, the blood forms the scab. It does. No, it doesn't. Skin cells. Oh, is that right? Blood doesn't form scabs. Well, it's sort of involved. The colour of it. <laughs> the colour of it. Um, so you've gone Doctors for... Doctors do get involved. <laughs> you've gone for Francis Jeffers yes. or, and Terry Butcher or Terry Butcher? Um, uh, I mean, you could chuck in Terry I'd as well. As, I'd love him as a combo. An mm. aid, like an aid, almost like a... Uh, Terry Butcher's like the Danny Glover and Francis yeah. Jeffers is like the Mel Gibson. Mm. Yeah, and, and to be honest, I mean, Butcher's a big block. He could operate as an actual um, gate. Yeah, he could. Because they'd, they'd open the gates automatically if there's no one to um, staff them. Repeat, it's like it only, it only worked this analogy if, if Terry Butcher is on record as being too old for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Still angry with Maradona. Yeah. Uh, I've gone for the Juventus squad because there's a lot of hard work and a lot of success going on in there. I mean, nothing could stop them. 26 wins. A deliberately, yeah, but only on their home territory. Still. Only on their home territory. Send them up the end of the, send them up the, end of the Bakerloo yeah. to see yeah. how comfortable they're at Harry and Wilston. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. On a, on a wet and windy Juventus rush hour. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's what, I mean, their, their Serie A form in the last sort of five years or whatever has, has picked up the pace of a runaway freight train. It has. So imagine what, the, you know, in, no more freight control, on the yeah, in more controlled... There are freight trains on the underground. Are there? Yeah. If you ever sort of... You wait for a train and then a freight train comes past, you're like, that is the most exciting thing I've ever seen I've or never, ever will see. I've never seen oh, it. I have seen oh, that. Oh, yeah. It, okay. You see it less and less. OK, right. Pete Londonson over here. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, there's little rumours, if they're to be believed, that Allegri might replace Wenger when he leaves. So, you know, get, get him familiarised. Get him right amongst us. Mm. Right, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Makes so. sense. Doesn't make sense. Lovely. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. And it's got me the points. Yeah, nice. Outrageous. You well, Juventus use... are always going to win the points, aren't they, Jim? You can Apparently use... so, if you've got a fucking benevolent dictator in charge. <laughs> It's like Calciopoli all over again. (laughs) (laughs) You can use those points towards uh, actually some sort of oyster travel. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I will. Yeah, go for it. In my own time. Spelleropoli. Now, there were no points dished out in the FA Cup because it's all about the next Mm. round, Jimmy. Knew how it works. But we don't know who's going to be in the next round out of Liverpool versus Plymouth because our guy got an amazing nil-nil draw. What I mean, a performance. Pilgrim Pete and the boys went home very happy. Stephen McManaman was gutted. Mm. He's absolutely gutted. (laughs) Did you hear him? He He was like, well... You know, they've, they've hardly ever, they've not opened up at all here. They've kept it very, very tight. It's been very dull to what? They're what were you expecting? They're yeah. too, mate. They're, <laughs> there are grown men crying in the stand. Out of their respect. I love it. I love the fact when, 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 when people, they're, they're, they're from the bigger side and the smaller side have, have sort of mugged them off in some way. And that's all they have. Well, they're just playing reductionist football. It's like when, yeah. when Messi and co go away to, I, I don't know, like Cluj or something mm. in the Champions League and the Cluj get a point and they're like, well, all they do is just a fair. Not playing properly. <laughs> what do you expect? Um, I think it's the first time. It's, it's either the first time a League Two team has, has got a, a draw 
away to a to a to a top flight team in Brilliant. the Premier League, and, 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 in the and top flight or or Liverpool, either a top flight or or Liverpool right. since nineteen seventy four. My man was not having it. Well, they ruined the day. It's since before yeah. you were born, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably not. But you know what I mean. Is well, it, but is the it, other teams were probably playing properly, Luke. Yeah, they were. They so. were. You should have just said, "Is it is it always pleasing to get a clean sheet at Anfield, Steve? Like stroke his ego a bit." <laughs> yeah. Well, it is. Yeah. So they've done well, they haven't yeah. they? Well, I suppose they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know that. Um, the way, the way that Plymouth played, actually, in the second half, they were, they were, I don't think you could use the word expansive, but they were certainly more expansive than they were in the first They half. were expanding. The f- yeah, they were. They, they had no option by to expand. They were so, uh, but, Compressed. But in the second half, they definitely tried to move around a little bit more. And I thought, I thought um, I was just really impressed with how they went about it. Fine. It's not... Um, the thing is, BT Sport choose that game to play. Mm. They choose that game to show. Yeah. And then they chose, they chose that game probably knowing fairly well how Plymouth were going to set up. And then they moaned about how Plymouth were going to set up. But if you, well, McManaman wasn't well, in the choosing of the game. No, but they, but, but they don't have a, a divine right to, 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 to tell them how to play to, as, no. as, as, a, as a punditry team. Many ways the, to win a football match or get a replay. But it's really the only option they had, isn't it? Especially with the team Liverpool put out. Uh, even though it was a very, very young team, you know, like it would have been tempting to think, you know, this maybe isn't full of the, you know, the stars that you'd get in the Premier League. Maybe we should be a bit more expansive, but that probably would have been a mistake because, mm. you know, Liverpool but still causing problems. I, I, I do think whenever um, a team puts out such a young team as Liverpool did, and it was the youngest team Liverpool have ever put out, I do I think believe, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ever, yeah. Um, no, everyone's on trial, so nobody wants to lose the ball. Exactly. So nobody wants to put a penetrative pass. Everyone just wants to just play triangles. So you're going to get a, a slightly underwhelming performance. And, and, and that's what happened with Klopp's Liverpool. Klopp knew full well that that was going to be the case. But he, I think he was just hoping to nick a goal somewhere. He and, he, and he didn't get it, so he's got a replay, which is annoying. So yeah, yeah. They still had 28 shots. I mean, do you know what it reminded me of? Having said that, it reminded me a bit of England trying to break down a poor team at a tournament. Yeah. And it had a lot of the hallmarks of that. They didn't they didn't move the ball wide enough, quickly enough. They didn't switch the play quickly enough. They, they weren't picking the ball round. Mm. They were giving Plymouth a lot of time to regroup. <laughs> and, you know, and Sonny Bradley, who was probably Plymouth's best player, the centre-back... Um, for them, he was at Portsmouth for a while. He was at Portsmouth for a season. He was very highly rated. I was I was very upset to see him go actually. And he was being suited uh, by he he was being chased by a lot of um, teams. I think in the Championship, and he ended up going to Crawley quite bizarrely. I'm not sure why he went there, but he but he was being chased by a lot of big teams, and he was excellent for Plymouth. He, right. He's probably one of the best defenders in in League Two. So yeah. I mean. And that sort of muck and bullets defended. They can put 45 <laughs> crosses into the box every game if they want. He's Sonny Bradley will, with his mouth. He'll, he'll eat them up. He will eat them <laughs> some up. Of the, some of the crossing was pretty shonky. Well, it's going to be. I mean, these, these are players who are uh, sort of learning their trade, aren't they? Yeah. I, I thought I thought Alexander Arnold was decent. I thought Ajaria was good. I thought I linked up quite well. Um, but they didn't. They didn't move the, ball, ball, move the ball anywhere near quickly enough. And, and regardless of everything that's been said, they should they should have still won the game. What I find funny though is is when. I mean, obviously, McManaman's annoyed because he supports Liverpool. Fair enough, he played for them for many years and so on and so forth. He wasn't complaining when Liverpool dug in against AC Milan in the Champions League final. Do you know no. what I mean? Like, you just it's all you, relative, isn't it? Exactly. I think. I think maybe. His I know that's a bit. Of... I think his disappointment tied in with the fact that uh, these are the stars of tomorrow, according to Klopp. You know, I think when you see a team, I think when you see your B team or your youth team. Uh, you know, dig out a nil-nil against a League Two side. You're sort of like, ah, oh, man, I expected us to absolutely destroy and, them and, and, and write never, some lovely headlines. They also should have done better because the 
purely because these days the laws of the game are, are a lot more tight. And so you don't, the, the things that would have been strengths to, to, to a League Two side or a fourth tier side maybe 15 years ago, mm-hmm. i.e., they're physical, they're strong, they'll work really hard, they'll kick you around. Yeah. And those younger players wouldn't have been as used to that. Yeah. But that doesn't really happen as much no. now because there's a lot more protection from referees, especially when the game's on TV and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. So Liverpool really should have. Um, should should have done better, and 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 you're right in what you say. It was it was a shop window for them. It was for those players mm. to have show that they deserve a place in in a, in a very very good team, and maybe not that many of them did that. Do you but, think yeah. um, that, that those same players will get a chance uh, in the replay? I think they'd probably go again. I think they'd probably go again. I think the, to, the yeah. league campaign is the most important thing for Klopp, and I think they'll probably just do the same thing again. Yeah, it, the, it was good to see Joe Gomez back. By the absolutely way, absolutely right. Mm. Yeah, the point is obviously with with McManaman, it's like don't have a go at the the, the side who are a few divisions below the way they're they're defending. Um, but Wickham Wanderers, they they found themselves in the next round of the cup. They beat Stourbridge two one. Mm. Oh, they were close. Late from Akinfenwa. <laughs> Stourbridge nice was header. so close yeah. for, for, to to a replay. Yeah, the beast Akinfenwa. This is news to no one, but. I mean, what a unit! Yeah. You, sort of, you don't really see him that often. But mm. I'm just struck by how massive the man is every time. He, he almost looks like a sort of like an American footballer. Well, he's a bo- I mean, footballer. he's a bodybuilder. Well, yeah. I mean, and, we, and we've had this to... argument before, and I still think his BMI is well over what a footballer should be. <laughs> what yeah, what strength or no strength? Defi- I think I think there's a fair amount of people probably. I, I, I assume. Obviously, he's a bit old, long in the tooth now. But back in the day, there's a fair amount of people who would have thought you've obviously got ability and you've got a good football brain for a striker. If you were a bit slimmer and a bit, um, you, still have, you can still have strength. You can still have strength. Yeah, and, still, and, and, yeah, and be, you, but you'd probably play at a high level. Well, it's the equivalent of Peter Crouch playing rugby or something. He just, he would just, look, he would just wouldn't look right. But don't, mm. but don't, you, but don't you think that he has got too much muscle mass for a footballer? But you look at, you look at his muscle mass, and you look at his, his BMI is way too high. There's not, there's not a huge amount of definition there. It's bulk. But Crouch has got no choice about his, his physical appearance. No, no, I, sort of does no, 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 sure. But as in, that's what. Um, you know, what, what Jim's saying there is to see him, it does look a bit odd because, mm. and like I think we're all agreeing, that that kind of size of a, of the man, as you say, that muscle bulk, surely hinders him yeah, ultimately. Because, but, you know, it's, it's been dis- discussed yeah. a million times before. I don't think we need to go into masses of detail about no, I think it, we do, I Peter. <laughs> <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's do some pull-ups. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you can do, so you can do the best Akin Fenwar impression. <laughs> who, can, who can bench press me, Kiss Kiss? Yeah. Yeah. Let's uh, all try and tear a phone book in half. <laughs> <laughs> It, it was gutting for Stourbridge, obviously. And, and what I love about this is, obviously, Wickham getting to the next round of the cup is a big deal. Yeah. But in light of Stourbridge not getting yeah. there, the neutrals are going to be a little bit disappointed. But Gareth Ainsworth, the Wickham manager, said, either club being in the fourth round is a fairy tale. It's definitely the shittier of the fairy tales. It's, it's, like, it's sleeping beauty, in it? Yeah, agree. Exactly. <laughs> it's not as good a fairy tale. <laughs> yeah. But Wickham were like a non, are historically a non-league team yeah. as well. Yeah. I mean, they're only really... Oh, a, when you say historic, I mean, Manchester City historically aren't champions and they're still challenging. For the but, but, but but Wickham Wanderers, in terms of the size of club, yes. they've the own, they're only really a league club because of Martin O'Neill doing like performing wonders for them in the mid nineties. Okay, and and um, and then they've had a lot of issues just being being able to financially sustain a league club in mm. that area of the, of the country, um, and. Okay, I take the. I do take the. the I mean, you, I have, think, you have to judge them on on the, the things they've done. I mean, it, like twenty years ago, they were a non-league team, pretty mm-hmm. much. So I mean, it, they, they've done very the, well. The they, prob- they shouldn't be penalised for that. I think they should be penalised for um, <laughs> Ainsworth's hair. Because he's got Premier League hair. That's the problem yes. there, I think. He's, to be he's fair, he's, he's had it for a while, though. I mean, yeah, he's, he's, always, say, he's always had that hair, yeah. Very yeah. stylish. Yeah. But yeah. I remember Wickham getting to the semi-final. The 2001. Was that got, not the League Cup, though? They were beaten by Liverpool, Liverpool in the FA Cup semi-final. Was that FA Cup, yeah, was it? They beat, um, did they beat Leicester in the quarter-final? 
Doesn't they did? Oh, with uh, yeah, of course. With Roy um, Sanchez scored. was in charge. Yeah, Roy yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty sure Oof. that was the FA Cup, mate. Yeah, got him on teletext or something. Yeah, that's that's the rumor. Yeah, I think yeah, I think Essendon, That might be the first mention of him in like five years on this show. Might be. <laughs> he has been mentioned before though. He's, uh, he's, right, okay. he's, he is textbook ramble. Roy is he? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've that, but yeah. Mm. Uh, Arsenal squeezed into the next round. They got a very very good record in the third round. Arsenal, mm. and it was uh, not as comfortable as they would have liked. <laughs> no, squeeze is exactly the the, the word. Isn't they? they were dreadful in the I was, first. I was half. fuming with them in the first half. Mm. Absolutely fuming. I'm not, I'm not even a fan. I was fuming with <laughs> yeah. them. Oh, they'll do that to you, mate. Imagine how yeah. Jim feels. Imagine actually supporting them. <laughs> how, how, how? You'll how... live at least a decade longer than me for that alone. I <laughs> oh, will not for a lot of other reasons. <laughs> but you know that, like watching them, they they seem just so listless. It's not it's not a crime to be to be like you know beaten or whatever. Or, I know they weren't beaten, but you understand what I mean. Preston had so many chances to they go did. two it's, or three ahead. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, but there was one that was out so four. clear. Yeah, it was. That's absolutely the, the, right. The, yeah. the one that was fizzed along the box, and I forget the name of the striker, but he might, he'll be kicking himself even now that he didn't finish it. And it seemed like, I don't know, maybe Maitland-Niles at, at right-back wasn't having the easiest of, of times because you know, he's not used to playing in the first team very much. And it, it felt like there was, there was no one in there to kind of help him at times and just nobody in the first half stepped up and sort of took it by the scruff of the neck and calmed it down yeah. because it, it, Preston made it chaotic. And Arsenal sometimes, they feed into that. You know, There's this sense that oh, we, we blow games in really stupid, embarrassing ways. Yeah. You know, it's happening again and you need someone to calm it down. And, you know, I guess credit to them because, you know, they sorted it out during the half-time break. Um, and they were much, but much, but much Jim, what you're saying half. there is you need a leader oh, or quite, leaders yeah. on the pitch. But, I mean, and how the many is, times yeah. have we said this about Arsenal? And it goes back to something that you said time and time again, Luke, that Arsenal are basically a mirror image of their manager, Arsene Wenger. Mm. Bear in mind we are saying this after a victory, though. So they yeah. did turn it around. They did step up. But, um, okay, a, a couple of points. <laughs> a couple of points. Like, one is that... Um, you know, it makes me sound like a real like little England, a sort of unthinking sort of football pundit, I guess. Which maybe I am. I don't know. They but, earn too much money. But, but no, yeah, they should. But they should. <laughs> too uh, many foreigners. They, they, yeah, there's too many foreigners in the game. No, that they um they don't um <clears throat> they don't seem to want to take responsibility, and they seem to look around quite a lot for people mm. to take responsibility. And no one wants to do it. And and the second point, what you said about Arsenal there is like Preston made it chaotic. Or I think it was you who said it, Marcus. Well, the reason Preston made it chaotic is because. They knew that would be the most desirable yeah. way yeah, of, right. of going about getting yeah. a su- potentially getting a successful result. A result and and I, I, the, the Wenger thing is a complete completely true truism as well. I mean, like that, when was the last time he improved a player? When was the last time Arsenal Wenger improved a player? Doesn't happen. I mean, if it happens at all, I'll be surprised. Doesn't happen very often. I don't know. It depends. I mean, depends that he hasn't brought through his own system because obviously no one else has. Yeah, it's been, I mean, Hector Bellerin would be the the example of that. Um, I mean, I mean, getting a player in. I mean, improving. Uh, fine, a player is naturally going to improve. The things you used to do with Henri Burkamp, the, the people that were in the doldrums a little bit, not yeah, doldrums, yeah. but you know what he I mean. He hasn't done that for years. I mean, no, that's pl- true. Jim, Fair a player point. who comes through the youth team, like Bayern, is going to improve. I mean, he's going to improve as Sorry, he gets I, old. I thought that was the point you were no, making. No, the point is like, he, 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 gets, he gets like an, <laughs> like an Ersel in, and Ersel, you know, with a good manager, would be a world beater, but he's just so inconsistent. You know, and, and, and that's because he's a, he's a mirror image of the manager. The manager's completely listless. Hmm. Anyway, we don't want to talk about Arsenal, it's boring. No, but, but one little uh, positive, de- well, definite positive, was that Danny Welbeck featured too. He so did. Because yeah, yeah. Perez's flick back from Giroud was delicious. Delicious. See more of Perez and I'm liking it. Before we go to an air break, there was a giant killing at Stoke Wolves too. Yeah. 
Stoke nil. So Stoke that makes nil it sound like um, they sacrificed Peter Crouch at the end of the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, a lovely free kick uh, from uh, from Doherty caused the, caused the upset. Or Costas obviously got the Costa got the goal as well. Roughly six years since Wolves last won an FA Cup tie, which was in, in 2011, <laughs> which was the same year Stoke reached the final. That must be so irritating when a club goes on a run like that. But what a way to end that run! There, yeah, was, a lo- there was a lot of very angry um, Stoke fans on the internet. There was. There's talk <laughs> of um, there's talk of Hughes. Um, his future Hughes being discussed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. What I love is when uh, a manager goes a little maybe a touch too far in the uh, in the, in the post match so Paul Lambert has <laughs> got a great win yeah he's he's taken Wolves to Stoke Premier League club you should have done the division. caterpillar mate <laughs> He's talking about New Year's honours list. Yeah, right. He's linking himself to well the Scotland job, yeah. well, fair, and that's fair. Um, and uh, they've they've got a great win. They, and their goalkeeper was magnificent. Carl Ikemi, I think it's pronounced, in goal for Wolves was superb. But you know, had to make a lot of saves. And Lambert saying at the end of uh, after the game, well, we could have been two or three 0 up before they scored, and all this kind of stuff. And I just think, well, maybe you could have, but you could have lost that game four two. You know, that's, just, that's the, the difference in the perception, isn't it? When you're mm. giddy off a win like that. But fair play, and he deserves. Yeah, no, it, was, it was a great win. Uh, we're going to talk more FA Cup and do some emails after this. Watch yourself, it's the Ramble Boys Chucking out the bounce, making all the noise Keep your peepers peeled and watch those grubby mitts Because they're coming for you and your big shop tips Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody, Peter Donaldson. What on earth have you got in your hand? Uh, no, the other hand. Yeah. <laughs> Phew! Um, got a couple of emails. Let's start with you. Uh, just, uh, just a couple of... Um, <clears throat> Uh, messages. Clear your throat, mate. Messages. <laughs> just got the messages. Yeah. Um, still, still ill from uh, New Year's. Um, Simon Ponting. Hello, Simon. Uh, as a Liverpool fan, I missed the second half of the Plymouth game, but I was wondering how we didn't score at all in the game against a League Two side. Then I listened to the FA Cup preview show on the way to uni this morning, realised the bet of the week was both teams to score. Yeah. It all makes sense You're now. welcome. <laughs> Sorry about that. You're welcome. Sorry about that, Mr McManaman. And what we yeah. meant was both teams to draw. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mr McManaman, and also prostate cancer as well. Uh, hello to uh, Dale as well. Hello from Paris. Yeah, I Ooh. just want to make sure you were aware that Dr Mario was once again sent off uh, this week after being punched in the face. Also Seems his harsh. Also yeah. his backheeled cushion... Keegan-esque, you might say. say. <laughs> yeah. uh, also his backheeled cushion ball to set that absolute pillock plea up for a, a disgraceful attempt on goal was absolutely sublime. So he got have, sent off again? He got sent off again. I missed that. I didn't yeah. see that. It's, it's, have, you, have you seen... I, I, I think it's their... Um, I think it's their home shirt. The, the, the niche shirt is a very busy shirt. Yeah. I don't a lot necessarily of French, a lot of French ones. I sort of like it, though. It's yeah. strangely exotic and I weird. Think, I'm sure you guys will agree with me. The, big, the busiest shirts, as far as I've seen on the Brazilian. market... Mexican, South American, yeah, oh, South American. Yeah, Mexican. Yeah, yeah. Okay, right. Every spare bit of space has got an advert on it. <laughs> I love yeah. that. Yeah, it's quite, that's quite cool, yeah. <laughs> Go on in. Yeah, you might as well. You know what I mean? You yeah, might as well. Formula One cars yeah. sometimes. <laughs> Jack Street says, Hi, guys, love the show. We don't usually say that. Sorry, no. guys, sorry. <laughs> I hate the show, says Jack. Um... <laughs> Just wanted to share the abomination, which is Runcorn's new mascot being a six corn on the cob, named simply, <laughs> named simply but awfully Ron Corn. <laughs> is there a possible award for the worst mascot? He's definitely up there, um, along with uh, Patrick Thistle. Something. Oh, I like, part of I like yeah, that's got style. That's Shigri. That's, that's, that's got some yeah. style. We'll, we'll be talking about the um, the city gent a little while ago. Yeah, you always talk about the city gent. The city gent. You go a few Every months and eventually you've got a few weeks, Jim. Yeah. You're not yourself, mention the city gent. Right. yourself up with Ron Corn. Ron Corn. So Ron Corn's mascot is called Ron Corn. They're not sponsored by any sort of like. I mean, just I mean, no, constantly running around the pitch. No, Ron. 
Ron Corn. Ron, Ron, There's Ron, no running. Corn. Ron, Ron Corn. Corn. Corn that would be just better. be Ron Corn. Yeah. For crying out loud. <laughs> no, no, I know, but that's it? what I mean. Just having okay. the corn running around. Well, the they, I guess he does some running at times. <laughs> they <laughs> should be sponsored by um, by Birdseye. And they should grow mm. corn the cobs in each corner as their corner flag. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite, quite high, isn't it? <laughs> the leaves blowing yeah, in the yeah, wind. That'd be lovely. Why not a crossbar as well? Yeah, yeah. Why not? Yeah. You'd have to gnaw it, wouldn't you, to make it even? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right. uh, there's no point in me. Uh, I have got a picture of it. But there's no point in me showing it because it just looks like what you would imagine a corn on the cob mascot to look like. In basically. my mind, I've got the Wheatabix mascots in my yeah, mind. Pretty much, like yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much like that. But a corn on the cob. That's the sort of email we want. That's sort of like missive from out in the lower leagues, perhaps even the non-leagues. Talk of stuff that we can't. Reasonably expect to be across all that sort of stuff. <laughs> That's why we need listeners for that. Ron Corn. Yeah. Um, Genius. Do you want a serious one? You've had your dessert. Do you want your yeah. main? Yeah. Now. You can't uh, go back from, to savoury. We'll no. give it a go. Thank you, uh, Elliot Griffiths, for this one. Uh, hi, guys. Uh, Luke appears, appears to have taken offence to Birmingham's sacking of Gary Rowett. And I can see why from the outside it does appear quite weird, but he's missing quite a few points, so I thought I'd offer some context to the sacking. I think it's important uh, sometimes uh, to give people the right to reply. It is, but I, I think uh, one thing I will say is I missed lots of points all the time. <laughs> let's, not, let's not have this as like a year one okay, right. start okay. for everyone you to miss 100% of the shots you don't take <laughs> exactly. that's what we're saying uh, get, number one Gary Rowett applied for no less than four other jobs while under contract with the Blues <laughs> short career mate he, he was desperate for a step up and fair play to him but the board realised that we would lose him soon enough uh, better to move him on before January uh, so he could build a long term <laughs> without him. That you him. don't sack him <laughs> you <laughs> give him a better contract like, listen, oh he's going to leave so get rid of him sorry Gary thanks for coming in um, we've decided that um, you know the far end of the scale, the heat death of the universe, but at some point you're going to leave this club. I thought it might as well be now, mate. I know you're doing well. Off you pop. We'll All get right. someone else in. All right, here we Who go. Presumably he's going to stay forever. Yeah. Here we go, Spelzy. Here we go, Spelzy. I'm going to put your point. Number two, oh, okay. number two, Rowett reportedly refused to sign a new contract after he applied for the QPR job. Give him a better contract then. You should not be negotiating contracts. No. I think that's what we're learning here. Give me a if you're, an, if you're an owner of a club and you get like a napkin from the club restaurant and go <laughs> tenner and hand it over to someone who's the manager and they don't sign it, <laughs> right. Sam puts oh, it on his face. Okay. <laughs> I've given him a contract. He's refused to sign it. <laughs> get out. Right. There's three more points. I'll just bash him. Through, oh, bash right. him I'm enjoying this. No, I'm, this isn't a, a personal attack against you. What's his Literally name? Literally a Birmingham City fan. What's his name? His name's Elliot. Oh, yeah, the only just started supporting him. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of continuity, the board wanted to spend money. Uh, the last time they stumped up cash, Rowett spent it on Diego Fabrini, who can't get in the team. Mm-hmm. He was the club's most expensive signing for five years. We've been a bit crap and not improved for a few weeks, and that luck was always going to swing. You can't get lucky for a long time, and Rowett, uh, Rowett uh, didn't seem to know how to change it. The board, though, they did just technically just take over, but they have been in charge for over a year. In the background, finally for now, of the four year, four games we haven't won under Zola, two were against teams in the top six, an away game against a team around us, and a poor performance at home to Brentford. Yeah, but the, the games before Zola weren't great either. This is yeah. an attack, he says. I just think the argument needs some balance. Yeah, yeah it's fine. fine. I mean, he I... was also upset that Rowett went, and he's not sure that Zola is the right choice. But, so he also re- ends the email which so agrees with Luke then ultimately yeah. uh, I wish you all well and hope Pete doesn't somehow get lost again I missed him I wonder how this one got read out is that from Don Peterson Ron Con Donaldson Donny one thing I would say to Elliot Donny is, is that um, or at PD one Thank thing you. I would say is that, um, is that you know you, if I was him if I was Elliot I would wait for Birmingham to actually win a few games and then email it. <laughs> and then go, oh, you aren't very clever, were you? Now we're winning games all over the shop. I appreciate... Well, all you need to do is stroke Pete's ego, apparently. So. Yeah, no, no, exactly. I, I think we appreciate your email, Elliot. 
Uh, some, some, of of us and, uh, some of us do, clearly. No, we do. We genuinely yeah. do. Are we going to start doing ratings of emails? We're very, very critical of the listeners. Oh, can we get the email points? Call on the cob, nine out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Elliot from Birmingham, you know. An actual fan from the team that you were criticising some weeks ago. I was about to say, he's made an effort. <laughs> seven, out of, seven out of ten. Who what was the other one? I can't even remember the others. Um, oh, let's have a look. What have we got? Um, somebody mentioning that uh, Mario got sent off. Oh, that's all right. Give that seven and a half. All yeah, right. And fine. Simon Ponting, who was, uh, who was upset with our prediction game. That's a dig. Four. <laughs> two. 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 Right. You go. You get, okay. In my style, you get four for even making the effort. So, him two, if you don't though. want to stick your head above the parapet, <laughs> show at thefootballramble.com. If you want to have a swing. Yeah. <laughs> come at the king, you best yeah, not, not miss. Because, let's face it, we got the microphones, you haven't. Yeah, come at the Marlon King. <laughs> right, gentlemen, back to the FA Cup. Millwall 3, Birmingham... Birmingham. I've got Birmingham on the mind because of it. <laughs> yeah. There's another loss for them. Um, <laughs> Millwall 3, Bournemouth. They've been knocked out by Millwall. The, the landlocked Bournemouth. <laughs> they didn't even know they were playing. Birmingham. <laughs> it's a great win for uh, yeah, good it's, it's a fantastic win for Millwall. It's brilliant. Because a crappy not, time of the. Yeah, yeah, not only because the they've beaten a Premier League team and knocked them out of the cup, which is fantastic, but um, the situation with their ownership and the. Air, and the uh, ground around their ground if you like the land around their ground is is mm. very very worrying and should be worrying for any fan of a football club not just Millwall fans and I hope they get that sorted out um, sooner rather than later I, I sometimes feel that Millwall is a is a convenient thing to to be beaten with it's a convenient they're an unfashionable yeah. club uh, with a rather checkered history so I don't think when things go badly for them and they get a, a raw deal I don't think they get the um, sympathy the voice the voice that they, they I, and, I, and I actually mm. think you know I've, I've, I don't know if you guys are the same but I've I've been to Millwall um, and watched games there and it's been and it's been fine and I think there are clubs out there who enjoy a better reputation than Millwall who have been guilty of far more egregious um Crime, shall we say, in mm-hmm. terms of in terms of being supporters, the Mill will have. So I feel very, very sorry for them as a club, and I hope they get it sorted out. It sounds like the lid's been taken off it a bit now, and everyone seems to know about it, which is, can only be a good thing. Mm-hmm. And if it can expose sort of corruption at council level and stuff as well, if apparently that is is the case, then then all all all, all the better. But I, the most important thing is they get it sorted out as soon as possible because um, that is a fantastic win for them and something mm, yeah. they, they yeah, really no, deserve. Well, well said. I've got a little soft spot for Mill because my granddad was a big Millwall fan. There we go. Yeah, right. yeah, so it's uh, it runs. There's, in. there's been a. Cl- I think one of the things, one of the most worrying things about it is. In that area, I think if if Millwall no longer are based in in that area, mm-hmm. there's, I think there's been a football club there for a very very long mm-hmm. time in one form or another. If they were forced to move out of the area, there would be no professional sporting institution in the borough of Lewisham. Oh, London. it's it's wow. so close to London Bridge. It's right over. It's next to a densely populated part of London as well. Yeah, you know, I mean, they will have to travel <laughs> for miles and miles if they if they need to resettle. Yeah. Unpalatable and, that. Unpalatable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It would be very very weird and very sort of sad. Well, look what's happening down the road at Charlton as well. Mm-hmm. You know. It's, it's, Oh, yeah. That part of the world. Well, London, London very, councils, very there are to varying degrees. They will sell the jewels. They will, they will sell the jewels pretty much every time, apart from the case of Spurs and us. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're a Premier League team, you can go after yourself. It's very true. But they've just beaten a Premier League team, and people may say, well, "Does that mean they become a?" Yeah, they, they don't now. win land. <laughs> I think we should have a big cup competition because of the league system. Yeah, <laughs> your season's over after the first week if you lose. Um, Bournemouth, like Game of Thrones, indeed. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. How made eleven changes, and people say, "Oh, well, they did make eleven changes." Yeah, and Mill stuffed them. Yeah, yeah. You know, they they, they, they find, gave it to him. I find this interesting. The same way we didn't actually get time to talk about Stoke at any great length, which I mean may well be a, a bonus for you, depending on your outlook. But, <laughs> but I, I, it's the same with uh, Pochettino's record at, at Southampton and Southampton more generally. Teams like Bournemouth. So that, I know Bournemouth may be slightly different because they're only just in the Premier League now. But Southampton, uh, Stoke, one or two of these other teams. I mean, they've got to surely. I mean, if you look at the Stoke situation, they've come ninth, I think, three seasons in a row. Yeah. Why are they not going for the FA Cup? 
Mm. But why not do it? Bournemouth, fine, it might be a little bit early in Bournemouth's sort of uh, development because they're only just in the Premier League. They've got a good manager. Why are they not going for the cup? Yeah, they're they're not... exactly the sort of clubs who should have Quite. the squad depth to yeah. be able to deal I, with I think a, a 11, tilt. I think 11 changes away against a tricky side mm. um, who are good on their day, as we saw in Millwall, is, is too many. It's, it's excessive, I think. Yeah. Well, um, Eddie Howe was sort of saying about that in his post-match interview, wasn't he, that with hindsight, it's, you know, it's very, very easy to say that, and he sort of admitted that Gosh, it, it yeah, was an experiment have... that hadn't worked out. But um, on the plus side, quite a few Premier League teams went out this weekend, which, for my money, just makes the competition more interesting yeah, as it goes for along. Arsenal. bit easier for <laughs> Arsenal. <laughs> we'll get all Premier League ties on the television, so don't worry yeah. about yeah. it. <laughs> when, when the balls get selected. Well, Millwall are through. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't need a replay or like a second bite at the cherries. Now, uh, <laughs> Derby caused an upset at West Brom. Yeah. I was surprised because there's another side. West Brom going really well this season and you'd think to yourself, Pulis would, would fancy another crack, uh, a proper crack at the FA Cup because he was in charge of Stoke, wasn't he, mm. when they got, to, got the to the final, final yeah. against Manchester City. That's but, right. But, uh, two lovely goals from Derby and and, mm. and Tom Ince's free kick in particular it was a beauty. Mm. Much to Darren, Paul Ince's delight. Darren Bent's was great as well. Like, Darren from, from outside the box, yeah. screamer. And Boyd by the win. Who have they gone in for today? Is that right? The Nuge. They've gone for yeah. the Nuge. I think they've done. Oh, the deal. so they have in the course, yeah. David Nuge. Well, they, they think to themselves, we're. Uh, we want promotion this season. <laughs> yeah, and he's <laughs> the man to do it. He seems to come with that. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, yeah. Well, now that. Um, uh, what's his name? Is it Dave Bassett? Is no longer around to get teams promoted. <laughs> yeah. Is Dave Nugent the new Dave Bassett? How do you say? <laughs> In a way, yeah. <laughs> Bassett was a great one for getting teams up, wasn't he? Oh, he was. Yeah. He In was. my mind, he's got about forty-six promotions. <laughs> it's, one, it's one of those facts from the nineties that it may even not be true. Yeah. It, doesn't, yeah. it doesn't serve anyone to check. Well, we've had enough of experts and factory. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly, 2016 yeah. has taught us that much. But, but Post truth now. The mm-hmm. encouraging thing about West Brom is that they played. I mean. They played Fletcher, they played um, um, Rondon played, mm-hmm. uh, McCauley, Phillips played. Um, Roncon. Roncon played, Roncon <laughs> played. You know, he was very busy, very busy down the flanks. <laughs> He's sowing the seeds for a lot of chances. Yeah. <laughs> Do they have seeds? Don't know. Everything, <laughs> Don't know. Every, everything, everything comes from a seed, corn, even, yeah. even humans. Corn seeds. <laughs> Sounds like a thing. Corn seeds sound like something you get when you run too much. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely a very painful ailment. In the case of the corn seeds, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was a brilliant win for Derby. My goodness, when it, when it, when it just. Mm. Um, Hull, they got through against Swansea. Silva wins his first game in charge of Hull. Mm. Clement obviously didn't. We talked about um, Marco Silva probably... Looking to make Hull very hard to beat a hallmark mm. of, his, of his management. And he, you know, so far, so good. Made yeah. Paul Merson very angry. Didn't he? he did, yeah. I mean, th- that's the thing. People got very angry about that, didn't they? I mean, mm-hmm. but on the other hand, what I would say to that is people who get angry about it is what you get if you do hire Paul Merson. That, so. that unspeakably amazing uh, video uh, that uh, emerged. Somebody created this, this lad. Uh, the predictions thing. The prediction yeah. thing was fantastic. We're, are, we, Just, are, we, are, we, are we ones to be talking about? <laughs> no, but it was particularly beautiful the way he went. Right, um, Jeff Sally went, pick three teams that are going to go through. And he went, pick one team, they went out. Pick the next <laughs> team, they went out. It was, just the, it was just a silent shot of the results. I the think BBC point, yeah, screen. I saw that. Yeah. It was so went, beautifully put together. At one point he went, West Brom, 100%. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> uh, whoever made that was, ah, oh, love yeah. that guy. We're not, we're, not, we're not having a go at Mercer for those poor predictions. We're praising the video editing team. Yes, yes, I think so. That individual. Yeah, I mean, but you, you know, you're there to be shot at when you make pr- predictions, aren't you, as we found. Oh, so. we just? We do it quite. Yeah. Still, yeah. Friday. I'm still putting the shrapnel out my back. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Tyburn scored uh, Hull's second goal. 17-year-old. Yeah, nice. 
It's, it's great, isn't it, to see a young a young lad come on and get an FA Cup goal like that and go through to yeah. the next round. There's still a little bit of the fairy tale about football. Also good to have Abel Hernandez back for Hull. Yeah, because uh, he's been injured for I think about two months. So like that that is massive for them. If he can if he can you know start scoring and be a bit more effective than um, Ember Carney's been, then it might give him a sliver of hope. Speaking of uh, young scorers in the FA Cup, you see Ryan Sessegnon scored for uh, Fulham, Fulham against Cardiff. Yeah. Can I just disgust you all with his, his date of birth? Go on then. It's like going to make 2014. 18th of May 2000. He's born in 2000. Oh, yeah. 2017, though, mate. Still, still not the youngest uh, scorer in the FA Cup, though. That is apparently George Williams for MK Dons versus Nantwich Town in uh, 2011. He was 16 years and 66 days. Wow. Yeah. Pele won the, Smash Pele won the World Cup when he was five. So, yeah. <laughs> it's not that big a deal. I composed, is it? I composed his first symphony. <laughs> <laughs> uh, QPR, they're out. Blackburn uh, sorted oh, them out. I'll tell you, you'll be happy about that. Ben Fraser, guy who got in yeah. last week, remember? Doesn't, he's, yeah. He's made plans for the last weekend of January because he knows his team are going to get knocked out. He's a QPR fan. <laughs> so, Ben, that is the third time in. No, that's. Now, twice in 16 years, QPR have made it past the third round. Beautiful. <laughs> Good no. for them. Beautiful. Holloway's yeah. reaction was amazing to this, wasn't it? I was about to say, Jim, that's the thing. If you, if you, if you do hire Ian Holloway, you're going to find that stuff out. Yeah. You're, you're, you're going to get these quotes. <laughs> it's like being surprised when you hire Paul Mouse and he says some stupid shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's almost well, like they're doing it on purpose. Yeah. But Holloway picked some fringe players to play in this one right. and then said, that team who haven't played before will never be picked again. Simple as that. <laughs> He's just making it harder for himself, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Just alienating all of his other options. You yeah. should not be using professional football games in the world's oldest cup competition as a sort of trial and error. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, I'm doing that again. They're in the, uh... Unless you're like Pep Guardiola or something like mm. that. Well, oi, Fraudiola. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't. QPR apparently in the, in the market for corner. Right, which is a, I mean, it's and bold, and and Hugo Rodiego as well, which is right. more their style. Rodiego, Rodiego, Rodiego is definitely more his style. Nice to hear. Rodiego must be in China by now. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't is, is is Ricardo Carvalho gone out? I've got a China update actually. Oh, do, you yeah. want, do you want a China update? I was going to do it in the highlights of the week. China watch uh, Ricardo Carvalho, John Obi Mikel, and Axel Witzel. Yeah, that, yeah. That's a Witzel went for a lot of money, yeah. didn't he? Witzel was the one that we said was. If it, from a selfish point of view, a bit of a shame because he's only about twenty-five or something, mm. and he just explicitly said he went he, for the money. He turned down Juventus as well. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. yeah, but you know, it's, it's his career, not ours. Pumps, um, and it's also Martin Allen's career. And he said it was uh, the highlight of his career being beaten five-one by Brentford. Um, obviously, easily uh, gone out of the cup. He said, "I had tears in my eyes as I walked across the pitch, but I didn't cry." No, because cry, rubbish. Hang on, for goes. <laughs> That's blown my mind. Like, how, well, well, at what other... point does it become crying? Do they have <laughs> it, to run down your cheeks? It, it becomes crying. And Martin Allen says it becomes crying. And I reckon some of the other players, if they'd have been have, had a few tears in their eyes, you're going, "Oi, if you're going to pro- cry, do it properly." <laughs> yeah. And he would and just start bawling, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> naked, <laughs> and then wet yourself. Mad dog, <laughs> releasing his glands. Um, the one thing, the one thing about that type of game, with, with obviously Eastleigh being a non-league team and stuff. We talk of this in the context of England at a tournament. You just want that moment where you think we've got a chance here. Yeah. And Easley just didn't have that against I know, them. They I were, know. I think they were five one down at half time. The trouble <laughs> is when you say about um, you know England in a tournament. Oh, perhaps your earlier point actually when England can't break down lesser teams. Mm. Not only can they not break them down, there they're now losing against them. 
Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> if we could have just like nicked it or something, yeah. or you know, a bad performance, but you still go through like the good old days. No way. Oh, how Forget we missed it. them! How we missed them! Um, oh, Lincoln were close. They were very close. against Ipswich. Nearly a famous win for for National League uh, Lincoln, but they they were brilliant. They were. They brilliant. outplayed uh, Ipswich. The teams are separated by fifty seven places in the, in the football team. And I tell you what, it was a lovely bit of local commentary. Oh that yeah, just lovely fantastic. bit of local commentary. I didn't hear Perfect. this one. What happened? City are one 0 up. The shock is on. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that the whole time. The guy probably can't on. speak still. Oh yeah. man! The second one went in. He shouted, "Horrific defending!" But who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just love when commentary becomes incredibly uh, non-impartial. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can just imagine like him twanging his braces while he's doing yeah. like, lovely stuff. <laughs> Cigar on the go. I think when Ipswich scored, he was just like, "I heard it's in." Yeah, it. <laughs> um, but you know they take them back. To, yeah, there was, to there was a great bit of local contra in the Middlesbrough uh, Sheffield. Was it Sheffield Wednesday? They played, yeah, three they, knocked, they knocked him up. They had a man sent off, didn't they? Ayala was sent off. Mm. Um, player went through, and and um, Ayala just basically laid the elbow on him. Basically laid the elbow on the side of his head, <laughs> and uh, got a straight red. And um, the co-commentator was obviously a local co-commentator. They use uh, the local radio commentator, yeah, don't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. Um, he, was, he was just like, oh, that's a poor decision for me. It's like, what are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> He's laid in the elbow in his no, temple. He means for me. <laughs> yeah, well, well, quite, yeah. Oh, I love but that. a special mention for the Lincoln fans who, who took 5,000 mm, to wow. Ipswich. It's a three-hour drive, that. Yeah. 5,000. They're, they're playing like a team... They played like a team at the top of the league, which, of course, they are in the, in the National League. They're doing very well. But mm-hmm. um, they just ran out of steam, didn't they, in the end? They, no, it was, it was, they were close. They were very close. It was a long. It was a long range shot. You know, it wasn't like Ipswich. You know, broke them down or anything. But mm. they're still in the cup. Yeah, they, and they get a home I tie, take which, them back. Is, which uh, you know, all those kind of cliches financially oh, will be and, good and blah and blah blah. Mick McCarthy will absolutely hate going. To <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he be, will be so furious. It'll about be one that. of those things where everyone will get on the coach and they'll be like, "Don't talk to the gaffer. Just oh. Don't go near <laughs> I'd, him." I'd rather we lost. He wouldn't have that journey. He's doing this Sudoku in the front seat. <laughs> don't go yeah. near him. There'll be he's times the day before. Red pen. Times the day before where he's just thinking. Can I just not go? Can I, is that acceptable? Can I just not do it this time? I've, lo- I've long thought that's going to be the next step in the devaluing of cup competitions where managers aren't going to go. They just so throw it. They're just, yeah. they're, they're just not going to go. They're going to send their assistants and stuff. Because yeah. I don't know if there's any law in place that says the manager has to go. Has to be there. Right. It's going yeah. to be frowned upon. It would be, yeah. Oh, but yeah I'm but saying yeah. that's the next step in the devaluing of the competition. Yeah, the the denigration of a once proud competition. So, so people who were moaning about the FA Cup not having the magic it used to, yeah, yeah, you ain't seen nothing yet. Yeah. That's right, that's right. Uh, we're going to talk a tiny little bit more about FA Cup and then go abroad after this. Hi, I'm Linvoy Primus, and you're listening to the Football Ramble. Hi, I'm Linvoy Primus, and you're listening to the Football Ramble. 
For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. Don't forget the preview show sponsored by Bet365 out this Friday. Obviously, our, our, our prediction wasn't correct when we said both teams to score in Liverpool versus Plymouth Argyle. Yeah, what are you going to do? It's amazing but, how many people get in touch afterwards, like they can predict the future. I wish they'd get in touch before us. Yeah. Let us know. If they know it's going to happen every week, tell us. You know, Everyone will raise a bit of money for charity. We'll have a lovely time. Well, well, you're, well, a, you're on the right pop of the listeners this week, Luke Moore. Harry Hindsight. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, has just Eddie, been... Eddie Howe didn't have it. He had Howsight. <laughs> it's true. Instead true. of Hindsight. Harry Howsight. No, is Harry it... Hindsight is the new Bournemouth mascot. <laughs> <laughs> Should be playing for Spurs with that name. Should be playing for Liverpool with that name. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Well, of course, on the preview show now, we're we're asking you what you're looking forward to or hoping will happen on the weekend. So perhaps you can stick a prediction or something. Yeah, have a think about that. Get in touch on Thursday. Yeah. Um, We're going to talk about the two Manchester clubs. Manchester City, bit more like it. Yeah. Bit Mm. more like it from Pep. Should West Ham fans be worried at that? (laughs) (laughs) Home game in it, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Can we have an away season ticket, please? (laughs) Their home record's still better than their away one, though. Just, they just. That's the eighth time this season they've lost by three goals or more. Mm. So that's the sign. And we talked about it in the context of Mark Hughes and Stoke at the beginning of the season before yes. they picked up. They weren't just getting beaten, they were getting it beaten thrashed. badly. Yeah. But yeah, you, and- you still think they need goals more than they need better defenders. That's the problem. And if, the biggest, and if you're losing 5 0, your biggest problem is not scoring goals. Just take anything. Yeah. Just take, yeah. <laughs> they are scoring goals in their own net. Look, obviously, <laughs> obviously, West Ham's league form has got a, a, an awful lot better since the. You know, Bilic won four in a row yeah, or yeah. ten points for four games, whatever it was. Um, but that was humiliating. Yeah, um, a gubbing. It, is, it was a gubbing, Jim, as the yeah. Scots would say. But um, as Guardiola said, uh, England is changing his managerial style and admitted some of his ideas were not good. And I love that. Now he's come to the to the birthplace of the game. <laughs> as he's realising that he's not number one. Oh, he's torn, Old England is. He's torn up his rule book. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to start again. Yeah. Now I'm now I'm home. <laughs> yeah, get a new rule book. He's chucked all those Champions League medals in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> um, but City were fantastic. You can't rampant. Deny. They were absolutely rampant. And you think to yourself, if if they can get in their groove like that, and I know not every every game is going to be like that because other teams will actually try and defend against them. <laughs> um, then that's really what we're expecting. It's like Plymouth could go to Anfield and get a nil nil. <laughs> I mean, West Ham, they're the Premier League team. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on Friday night as well, the world is yeah, watching. Yeah, but yeah. the other the other Manchester side, Manchester United, would they like being called the other Manchester side? Now? It's up to you, said it. <laughs> yeah, you've done it, mate. Well, they gubbed Japs, Japs. They, they did. did. Wayne Rooney equals Sir Bobby, uh, Sir Bobby Moore, and it's Sir Bobby Charlton's all-time scoring record for the for the club. I With a shinner. With a lovely shinner. It was beautiful. He's, he's good for a shinner, Rooney, because remember yeah. when he scored that amazing bicycle kick? Yeah, against Man City. There, there was rumours... Oh, it, it was. Lying. It was. It came off the shin. Yeah, it was a shin. But yeah. that control still... with the shin, I've not seen it. <laughs> for, I don't know. His shin, his shin pad scored more spectacular goals. Uh, it's, not not... That, it's not that that comedian said about uh, Lance Armstrong. What he said uh, <laughs> when, I, when I took that many drugs, I couldn't even find my back. <laughs> <laughs> I have not seen control of the shin like that since since Eamon Bannon. Hearts fans will know what I'm yeah. talking about there. Um, but I, what I loved as Welcome well, gentlemen, is, is, yeah. also he is Rooney. Yeah, well, easy, uh, Rooney. What I loved about this is. He, 
he, he equals the record. You know, he's the top scorer in England's history mm. and he will become Manchester United's leading scorer. And as soon as he does it, all Mourinho's talking about is, well, I think Rashford could break the record. <laughs> and Rooney, no, can't win. Amazing, Rooney cannot win. Let me enjoy it for five minutes. <laughs> Contrary Tawny. <laughs> you imagine everyone giving it, because Rooney got a good reception for that goal. Everyone yeah. standing yeah, up and applauding. You imagine Rooney going, sit down, Rashford. It's all about Rashford. Yeah. Forget <laughs> this guy. magic. This is the past. Yeah. Oh, dear. To be fair, though, you know, Rooney gets a lot of criticism constantly, some of it from us literally just then. Mm. Um, but it's a hell of an achievement. It's yeah. absolutely I mean, remarkable. to be England and Man United's top scorer, I know he's not officially top scorer yet, but it's a matter of time, isn't it? It's, it's, it's unbelievable. His, his career, if nothing else, is mugging off Sir Bobby Charlton. <laughs> 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 because no one else will, will surely ha- hold those two records. Mm. To, not for, for years and years. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, um, coming. it's a great mm. day at the, at the office for United because they had obviously Rooney who going, got halfway to getting this monkey off his back about this goal-scoring record. Martial scored and, and he looked yeah, and, and, yep, he's, yep. and he's had uh, talk of leaving being unsettled. Yep. Rashford scored and uh, continued this development. So a good day in the office. For, mm. not, not such a good day at the office for Ali Al-Hadson. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah, actually, yeah. the thing is, he, he played relatively well He's up until that point. He made some decent <laughs> saves, but, you know, you we do, remember do one that. of them, the yeah. whole day's been a disaster, well, I love about that yeah. Rashford finish when he smashed it in. Yeah. It was like he just went, wanker! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> massively, massively. <laughs> you can see that, that that's a teenager there, yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean? But no, Rashford's I, I, not really like that, he's not of that disposition. But I, I don't think that <laughs> human beings it generally should be made to remember the other stuff Ali Al-Habsi did that day. <laughs> When he did I that. agree. <laughs> That's all we're remembering. That's all we want to remember. Thank you very much. You uh, did it. It's your own fault. Oh, dearie me. Um, I, I love the things. That was his fourth goal, right? That was the fourth yeah, goal. Yeah, that was so, the fourth. Right, the El Habsi sort of train of thought. We're three nil down at Old Trafford, right? <laughs> Just boot it. I'll take an extra touch, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and then immediately started having a go at his defender. I know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah Ali, come you, on. you really can't get out of this yeah. one. It's classic goalkeeping stuff. Yeah. Can we also talk a, just a touch about um, John Terry and his, uh, his fourth from Grace? I that, I, well, I thought that might come up in the highlights of the week. Why not both? That's what I said. It's been a been a while since there's been some John Terry based Schadenfreude. We have quite a nice return. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. quite. Doesn't, doesn't normally stop him because no. it's often off the pitch. That, yeah. yeah, but but it, I mean, this is this is a, a, a sort of slow lingering death, isn't it? For for it for looks John like Terry's the best defender for Chelsea that Chelsea had last season. But this season. is the thing: <laughs> Terry's had a fantastic career. He's been one of the best mm. defenders, probably in the Premier League's history. One of the best defenders that England have perhaps uh, produced. Yeah. And yet, how many teams in the Premier League wouldn't take him now? Well, uh, about course. everyone apart from three, maybe. You reckon? I, how good was he last year's season compared I, to the I, rest? Maybe of the outside the top time. six, yes. I think I think you would find it a lot. Of like, players. You, can, you can talk about all the things he's done. A lot of teams. You can talk about all the things he's done. You know, and, and everyone understands that. You know, I mean, Dixie Dean was a brilliant goal scorer. I'm not putting <laughs> him up front now. <laughs> I mean, <it's, laughs> no, the point I was going to make is it's a, it's a shame when people start talking about people's. Uh, Sorry, 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 we're talking about John Terry, so we can say what we're no, okay, <laughs> Sorry, right, right. Mark. Not I, to shame. I thought you might have lost a train of thought there. I, I, John Terry's off the show, I reckon. But you, you know, you can, you can. There are skills that come along with being an, an aging centre back, which are like obviously mm-hmm. organisation experience yeah. And, yeah. And, and all this, all Communication. this stuff. Yeah, all that stuff is obviously going to improve as you get older, yeah. and we can all see that. Stud but, choice doesn't seem to be one of them. Yeah, the problem <laughs> is, yeah, exactly. The, pro- the problem is. You cannot have a defender playing for your team who cannot be left one-on-one against a striker from Peterborough with respect to Peterborough. <laughs> yes. uh, lest, lest he not only muck it all up, but get himself sent off. Yeah. You know, I mean, it doesn't, make, it doesn't create a selection headache for, 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 for Conte because he's not picking him. Mm-hmm. But, but 
it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fall from grace, shall we say. It's a John Motson-esque fall from grace. <laughs> if he carries on like this, well, it's not going to be very edifying to watch from a football point of view. We're, we're more Schadenfreude than Motson. Oh, I, I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. i tell you something, though, that John Terry's agent, right, now that the Chinese... Was it the Chinese government have, have gone, this is ridiculous, that we've got us kind of... Yeah. Put a cap or something. Terry's agents should be going absolutely crazy to try and get him a move, especially as the January transfer window is open in this country. I don't know if that affects China. Yeah, but you can imagine them calling. Get them in own- before the government put the clamp down. Yeah, but you can imagine the agent calling China the Chinese clubs and them going, oh, "I could probably get you second tier. <laughs> <laughs> probably get you second tier based on Spends that." Spends down there. <laughs> yeah. Are you sure that they're trying to sort of put a clamp on that? Because from what I've heard, the uh, the government or the, the prime minister of China has actually stated very much he wants to make them a sort of global superpower in he- football. And a lot of the clubs are, are doing this to kind of. Almost curry favour with the government. It's come out recently. I think that somebody has gone. Hang on, that you're just wasting. This is this is obscene. Yeah, but get on that train while you can. I was going to say, get your deals done now. Do they need any podcasts over there? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Imagine that. Yeah, great. Like, our Cantonese is fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> Mandarin. Yeah, all of, all of them. All of the Chinese. Um, let's go uh, to uh, the biggest cup competition in the world. It's the Coupe de France. It's literally the biggest, isn't it? It's it is. gigantic. Yeah. It's yeah. absolutely enormous. Eight billion teams entered yeah. last year. <laughs> we had a team in it. Yeah. <laughs> Lille. Through to the next round. Um, uh, help me with my French pronunciation here, Luke. Oh, Jesus. It's Lille. <laughs> it's Lille. It is Lille. And France. It's uh, France. Excelsior. I don't know. Excelsior, Ex- I would say. Excelsior. Excelsior. Yeah. Excelsior. They were beaten by Lille. Um, they're from the Reunion Islands and yeah. had to travel 16 hours for this away trip from the, the small island. I'd like to know who. In the Indian Ocean. If people, French football experts out there can, can inform me, who pays for that? Yeah. If they're a small team, who pays for that? Mm. Is, it, is it the French football association? Yeah, that's a good question. I didn't, see, I, I didn't see it written down. It's got to be Excelsior. Excelsior. Well, maybe that'll be OI. O- I don't know. No, I don't know. Again, people get in touch. It was an Excelsior, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're sticking with that, are you? Yeah. They, they, <laughs> it's done now, isn't it? Yeah. They were, of course, beaten by Lille. That was, was obvious. 4 1. They got the goal. Did they? They got a goal, oh. which is great. So the trip's not been completely wasted? Not completely. No. Dimitri Pyatt was invited to the match because he's played for both teams. That's weird. He's from the union, reunion island. Oh, right. As is uh, Pete's fave. Yeah. Oh, Lauren Rubin. Lauren Dolphin Rebe, yeah. Flick, the scorpion kick expert, Mr. The, Lauren Rubin. The original. The, the original. pioneer. Yeah. There you are. Marvellous stuff. Have a bit of that. Um, before we go to highlights of the week, we I, I thought I'd bring this uh, story from Uruguay to attention. There's been a lot of chat about Mike Dean and obviously Clattenburg and refereeing decisions in this country and refereeing performances. It's not as bad as we think when we compare ourselves to well, other countries. One thing I would say for Mike Dean before you go into this mm-hmm. is that there is nothing more Mike Dean yeah. than being the subject of newspaper reports for weeks about brandishing cars too quickly. Um, there's nothing more Mike Dean than officiating a game at White Hart Lane on the telly and not dishing out any cards at all. Yeah. <laughs> not a card. <laughs> Don't need them. You, you want me to referee about cards? I can do it. No problem. <laughs> I can officiate this game in a perfectly reasonable fashion without <laughs> any cards at all. Look, and man, don't no think hands. I can't. No yeah. hands. Love good, that. good on Dino. Well, in, in Uruguay during a regional final in the lower leagues, the referee, and if you ever if you watch the footage, was clearly drunk. Um, he was accused of slapping a player. It's um, <laughs> <laughs> <but laughs> almost like a yellow card, isn't it? Yeah. Don't do that again. <laughs> yeah, clip round the ear. Anyone yeah. name it be a punch. That's yeah. like old-fashioned refereeing. Clip round the ear. He said in this a def- duel. Yeah, he said in his defence, I confirm I did not have. <laughs> this is so good. I confirm I did not have a grip on my faculties, but I hit, <laughs> but I hit no one. You shouldn't have to deny hitting someone no. if you're a referee. And then he goes on to say, it's over for me though. I say goodbye to this noble activity. I love the fact that he's denying it and he goes, anyway, it's over for me. Yeah. You saw the footage. Um, <laughs> the match was, was a draw, so they had to have a, a replay as well. Um, and they, they did replay the match with, with a different referee. It was abandoned, though, after uh, 12 red cards were dished out. <laughs> <laughs> it was 
drunk. Uh, what? Get the drunk guy back. Yeah. Yeah. At least he would go through that period where you're saying you're my bestest friend. God. Imagine if Mike Dean did that 12 <laughs> red cards. Drunk with both power and actual booze. <laughs> I don't think you could get 12 red cards. Isn't it, isn't it four? Is it four or five? Yeah, five Evidently not there. No, well, that, if the referee's that hammered and you just do it really quickly. No, no, maybe, the maybe he had lots of them and they no, fell out of his pocket. Or maybe he just did it on mass. No, it'll be, um, it'll be players on the bench and managers and all stuff yeah, as yeah. well. If, if, I think it's well, it probably varies by league anyway, but it's four players four each, per isn't team, it, yeah. isn't it? You, yeah. say, you, you explain that really casually. It'd just be managers and players. We've well, seen it. We've, yeah. I, have you never seen a game when the, the red cards have got up to double figures? I played in one, mate. Have you? <laughs> oh dear! It's time for highlights of the week. Yes, highlights of the week. Um, what have I got here? I've done China Watch already. Um, I've done Mike Dean. Uh, Mark Lawrence's shirt on Match of the Day, that was a highlight. See I that? I didn't see that, no. It looked like, um, you know, you get those shops. I can't remember. I guess you would call it, call it a craft shop or a craft fabric store, shop. But they right. have different ribbons. But you can yeah. buy, them, <laughs> buy them by the metre. It's or like a clippy mat. It had about, it, had about, it was like 100 of them on a, on a shirt. <laughs> um, it's worth looking up. Right. Actually, it's not worth looking up. <laughs> um, I've got a highlight. Got uh, Michael Owen. Being on the pitch along with uh, former Real Madrid men who'd won a Ballon d'Or, uh, Raymond Copper. Um, Luis Figo, Zinedine Zidane, and the great Ronaldo. Michael Owen there. He was only there for a season. He was yeah. quite popular at Real Madrid, but he has won a Ballon d'Or. Yeah. He was there when, when Ronaldo was um, presented his uh, latest Ballon d'Or. And Owen tweeted, I thought I was putting on the pounds until I saw my old mate Ronnie. God. A dig. Harsh. Have a dig at Ronaldo. As, as, as I tweeted at the time, well done, he's 13 times better than you. <laughs> <laughs> Very right. good, Peter. So Alistair Norman's been in touch. He says, uh, my highlight is Phil Thompson asking why Hull didn't look towards League One for British managers who know the Premier League. He doesn't mean Phil Brown, does he? <laughs> <laughs> Slash Mutt And the thing is, I saw that and it was bizarre. It's like, on one hand he said, well, does he look to League One for managers who know the Premier League? Mm-hmm. Well, they don't know the Premier League. They know League One. They're yeah. managing in League yeah. One. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. Uh-huh. Um, Daniel Greenfield's been in touch. Hello to you, Daniel. He said, my highlight was when I texted a mate to tell him that Mike Feeden had been sacked last week, um, typically an hour or so after the round will come out. That, that tends yep. to happen. Yep. He says, my iPhone auto-corrected Feelin to philanthropy. <laughs> and to be fair, you can't really argue with that with all the points they've been given away. <laughs> Um, Lots of mentions for Wayne Rooney matching Bobby Charlton, showing our listeners a bit of respect, a bit of respect for the man, which is nice to see. It's all about Um, Rashford, mate. Shut up. Yeah, exactly. It's Rashford's future. Uh Uh, Nick Murphy, uh, hi to you, Nick. He said, One year ago, I was watching Dagenham play Everton in front of 40,000 at Goodison. This weekend, it was North Therabee away in front of 400. Beautiful. Beautiful game. I think he's piping up here because the reason he's he's getting in touch is because he knows I'm going to look at the score and Dagenham uh, uh, beat North Therabee 4 0 away from home. (laughs) (laughs) Big big win for their promotion ambitions. Um, Another dig. I think he's piping up. He, well, he is. Uh, speaking of piping up, by the way, uh, nice unintentional link. Uh, Joseph Stern, he says, My highlight was seeing Paul Doswell, the unpaid manager of Sutton United, ripping on a vape thing during his size draw against the <laughs> FC Wimbledon. Nice. I'm too tired to make a pun about the word draw here. You lads are the professionals, I'll leave it to you. No, we're it's, not. It's lovely to see a manager on a vape in the dr- yeah, dump, yeah, isn't it? Beautiful. Why the hell not? It's fantastic. Mm. No, that's, that's the end of them. That's yeah, the end of the I think there's been a vape there. up there. There we go. <laughs> um, right. <laughs> Necessary. <laughs> <laughs> um, any more for any more? No. That's it. That is it. Thank you very much, everybody, for, for listening. Don't forget the previous show, of course, at the end of the week. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Peter. Goodbye, everyone. It's goodbye from me.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.